Have you heard about mastermind groups, but you're not exactly sure what they are or why you should be part of one? Well, in this episode today, I'm going to answer all of your questions about mastermind groups, including what is a mastermind? Why start a mastermind? Who should I invite? How do I invite them? How do I run a meeting? What are the ground rules? How often should we meet? Every question you could possibly have about mastermind groups, I answer in today's episode. Let's do this. Welcome to another episode of the Success Through Failure podcast. This is your host, Jim Harshaw Jr. Today, I'm bringing you a solo episode. We're going to talk about how and why you should start a mastermind group, how to do it on your own. There's tons of people out there who make these available and have sort of curated amazing groups of people that you can join into and pay for a mastermind. I am one of those people. Actually, one of my clients, every time we bring in a new person into the mastermind group, he always says, Jim, I don't know how you do it, but like everybody you bring in here is absolutely incredible. And luckily, I've been able to do that. And a lot of amazing people come into my program. Reveal Your Path is the name of that program. And part of that is one-on-one -on -one coaching, but part of it is also a mastermind group. And I put people into small groups. We interact in these smaller groups of six to eight or so, as well as larger groups. And I kind of bring everybody together every few weeks as well. So I'm going to share with you a little bit about how masterminds have absolutely transformed my life and how they can transform yours. And what I want to share with you is the answers to a lot of the questions you probably have. First of all, what is a mastermind group? You may have heard of them, but you're not exactly sure what it is. Why should I start one? How do I start one? Who do I invite? How do I invite them? How do I run a meeting? Like, what does it look like? What's the structure and the mechanics of a meeting like that? What are the ground rules? How often should we meet? Should it be in person? Should it be virtual? And lastly, what would I have done differently if I had to do it all over again? Because I've been part of mastermind groups for six years or so, sort of officially, but I'm going to share with you how I've been part of mastermind groups for much longer than that. So as we dive into this, I want to remind you that you can listen to this episode and all of the episodes of Success Through Failure on any smart speaker. Just say, play the Success Through Failure podcast, and you will hear my voice booming through your speaker. And I want to highlight an episode that I recently recorded, episode 306. I talk about vacations and how to come back from vacations or the holidays, whether it's in the holiday season or Memorial Day or Labor Day weekend or any other holiday, how to come back refreshed and excited and energized instead of like exhausted and drained and feeling like you need another vacation. So make sure you check out episode 306. Episode 307, Jack Canfield, he is one of the all-stars of personal development. If you don't know who he is, probably been living under a rock, but you know he's sort of the founder of the Chicken Soup for the Soul book series. He has written many, many books, uh, one of them called Success Principles, which really is the ultimate guide and book to finding personal and professional success. Uh, just a, a great guy and, and an amazing individual. You'll really learn a ton out of that episode. I did as well, just getting a chance to talk to Jack after having listened to him and read his books for many, many years. So that's episode 307. Those are the last two episodes. And gosh, I, I'm blown away when I say that I got to interview Jack because I've gotten to interview some pretty amazing people over the years. Thankfully, I got Tim Ferriss way back in episode 246 and 247. So a little over a year ago, those published from when I'm publishing this one. Ken Blanchard was back in episode 278. He wrote The One Minute Manager, kind of the OG of leadership. I mean, this guy was an influencer back in the 80s before social media was ever even 
thought of. Cal Newport, who's written some amazing books, one of them, Deep Work, episode 268 with Cal Newport. Uh, Stephen Pressfield interviewed him most recently in episode 256. Absolutely phenomenal. So anyway, thank you for listening because you listening and you sharing this with others makes it possible for me to go to these guests and say, hey, I've got an audience that I can share your message with. Love to have you come on the show and, and they can say yes. So thank you for that. If you're enjoying this, please give this a share. Give it a like if you're seeing it on social media, even just a like or a comment, whether it's on Twitter or LinkedIn or Facebook or otherwise Instagram. That helps those algorithms say, oh, this must be more important. Let me show this to more people. So any comment, any like, any retweet, any share, those things are so, so helpful. Really word of mouth is how these things grow. Podcasts, because there's so many podcasts out there, your word of mouth, your reputation you have with your friends and your family and your colleagues and your network, that is what makes people say, hey, let me subscribe to the Success Through Failure podcast because there are so many options out there these days. I appreciate your support. I appreciate you sharing. And by the way, take a screenshot. If you're listening to this on your phone right now, take a screenshot and tag me on social media, whether it's on Twitter, Instagram, or otherwise, and give you a shout out back there. And we'll interact over on social media. So let's get right into what I want to talk about here today. And what I want to help you with is, what is a mastermind group? And how do I start one? What's the value of one? I'm going to walk you right through this. So number one, what is a mastermind group? Well, think about this. What if you had a cabinet of people, just like a president, who helped you make decisions, right? Tough decisions, challenging decisions, whether you're wrestling with an opportunity or a struggle, or maybe it's something at work or something at home. Like, what if you had like a group of people, trusted advisors, who you could sit down with periodically and say, I need your help. Here's my challenge. Can you give me some thoughts? Can you give me some feedback? What would you do in this situation? I'm thinking about either doing this or that. Which one do you think is better? What if you had that? You can have that, right? Masterminds are nothing new. People think of them as new and kind of this new thing. They're not. They've been around forever. I mean, a Bible study is a mastermind group. People coming together in a small group to discuss stories and learnings from the Bible. That's a mastermind group. Alcoholics Anonymous, that is a mastermind group. It's like-minded people getting together. So this is the definition of a mastermind. A mastermind group is a small group of like-minded people with whom you meet regularly to solicit feedback, advice, and validation in order to achieve personal and professional goals. And I should add to that, you're also giving and delivering feedback, advice, and validation in order to help the others in your group achieve their personal and professional goals. Mastermind groups have been around for a long time. Whenever you get together with your friends and you say, hey guys, by the way, let me, I, I, can I get your feedback on something? That is the experience of a mastermind group. But this is taking that idea, that concept that we all know, right? We have those people that we consider advisors and helpers in our, in our lives. Maybe it's a financial advisor, maybe it's a doctor, maybe it's a mentor, maybe it's a big brother or a sister or something like that, who you go to for advice and feedback. Imagine if you could formalize that a little bit and bring those people together on a regular basis to help you answer your questions and get clarity in the things that you are most challenged with. And then you're providing that to them as well. Well, you can do that. So we're gonna talk about exactly how to do that. I want to share this one thing first. Whenever I first started my very first mastermind group, which is actually still active today, this is 
I guess it was 2015 we started this. I'm going to walk you through how I started that. Uh, what also what I would do differently if I were to start that over again today. But one of the guys who was in that group at the very beginning, he was paying an action coach. Action coach is like a franchise of coaches. Uh, he was paying an action coach $2,000 a month. And he said it was well worth the money. He was like, this is awesome. He was getting a ton of great value from that coach. And whenever we invited him into our mastermind group, which was free, this was just, I wasn't charging anybody for this. And we were just a, a group of like-minded entrepreneurs trying to grow our businesses. We invited him into this group and he stopped working with his action coach. He said, I'm getting a ton of value from that person, but I actually get more value from this mastermind group. Like how crazy is that? It was actually free. But there was a bunch of people who were invested in each other, and he quit the action coach and really invested with us, invested his time and energy, no money, but time and energy into that with us. So I thought that was pretty cool. That is the value of being part of a mastermind group. Okay, so let's say you're like, okay, Jim, I want to start a mastermind group. How do I go about this? Well, first, you have to figure out what's your reason? Like, why do you want to start a mastermind group? Are you an entrepreneur? Are you a sports coach? Are you trying to improve your relationships? Are you trying to improve health and fitness? What is it that you're really hoping to gain or what are you hoping to achieve and what area of your life do you want to grow? Because that will dictate who you invite, right? So that's first. Get very clear on what is it you want to achieve. What's your reason for wanting to start a mastermind group? Like what area of your life do you want to work on? Next, Think about the value that you can bring to the mastermind group, not just what others can bring to you, right? What skills and abilities can you bring that would help others, right? What experience do you have? What trainings do you have? What degrees? What connections? What education? What just innate abilities do you have that you can bring to the group, right? So identify what you can bring. Then identify what you're lacking, and you want to find people who can help fill those gaps for you that would also value what you bring to the group, right? It's not just about you. So I'm gonna be very clear about that up front. Mastermind groups, like when you create one, it's not just about you, it's about them, whoever else you're bringing in. Like you're gonna create a win-win. That's the goal here is to create a win-win. All right, you're like, okay, I've got an idea, Jim, of the topic and I have an understanding of the skills and things that I can bring to the group and also my blind spots and areas where I need to improve. Next, what you got to do is you have to identify one person, just one, okay? Now, your mastermind group might grow to five or 10 or even more people, but right now, we're starting with one person, right? And, and I'll answer the question, what's the ideal number of people before I go any further? I'll just tell you right now, what's the ideal number? There is no perfect number. If I was to state maybe an ideal number, I would say in the six to 10 range, couple more, a couple fewer is fine, but that's about the sweet spot that I've discovered in, in that six to 10 range, but you're starting with one, okay? You, you identify one person, one individual who you know would be great to partner with. Again, thinking of what they can bring to you, what you can bring to them. You might know this person. You might not know this person. They may be a friend. They may be a neighbor, or they may be an acquaintance that you barely know. They may be somebody you totally don't even know. And that's how I started my first mastermind group. Didn't even know the guy. I was part of an online community, a paid community of like-minded entrepreneurs who were growing their businesses, sort of a virtual mastermind, if you could call it that, like an online mastermind, online group. 
And I looked for people who lived in my area. And there was one person. His name's Rocky, Rocky Buckley. He's amazing. You should check out Rocky on Facebook. He has an amazing Facebook group called Power Persona. Check it out. You can just do a, a Facebook search. It's an absolutely amazing group. He really brings a ton of value. But I reached out to Rocky years ago and I said, hey, listen, you know, we're in the same area. Actually, before I reached out to him, I researched him, kind of did a little bit of background research on him. I was like, yeah, he, he seems like the right guy. I reached out to him. I said, hey, we're both in this group. We live nearby, about half an hour, 40 minutes from each other. I said, let's grab coffee. So we just grabbed coffee. My goal is just to meet them and kind of really see if, if we'd be a fit for each other. And it was pretty quickly that we realized that, yes, we would be a fit. And then I said, hey, listen, Rocky, I am creating a mastermind group. I'd love for you to be the first member. And he said, yeah, sure, let's do it. And I explained to him the goal was, you know, once I got the first member, I would, you know, then he and I, me and the one other member would identify jointly the third person, right? And then the third with the third person, the three of us would identify the fourth person, right? So you're always building this one by one, but every time you bring somebody into the group, you're allowing them to help you choose the next person in the group, okay? So this is if you're creating your own. Now, if you're buying into one, like my program, I'm kind of curating those people and, and finding those people for you. But if you're gonna create your own, you would wanna jointly do this together. And if you're like, how do I reach out to somebody? What if I don't know them? Or what if, you know, I just see them on LinkedIn? Here's an email you could send to them. I'm going to give you the script. If you want this, actually, I'll put this in the action plan. So go to jimharshowjr.com slash action. You can actually just copy and paste this script if you want and use this to reach out to people. You could say, hi, Joe, I came across your name on LinkedIn. You and I are both in whatever, pharmaceutical sales. Now, I live in Virginia like you, or I live in central Virginia like you, or upstate New York, or wherever you're at. And like you, I used to sell XYZ drug. And I've learned a thing or two about selling to doctors in the area. And I was wondering if we might be able to grab coffee and see if we can crack the code to making millions of dollars in this job, right? So that's just a framework that you can use. And then you kind of meet that person, and then you can grow from there, right? So that's if you're going to do it in person or, you know, you're probably wondering, okay, well, that's an in-person mastermind that will limit who I can really invite. And yes, absolutely. Now I'm going to answer the question as well. You know, should you create a virtual one or should you do an in-person one? So hang on to that, but I will definitely cover that. But that's how you start. It's as simple as that. I don't overthink this thing. Don't overthink it. Quick interruption. If you like what you're hearing here and you want to learn how you can implement this into your life, just go to jimharshawjr.com slash apply to see how you can get a free one-on-one -on -one coaching session with me. That's jimharshawjr.com slash apply. Now back to the show. Okay. How do you run a meeting? How do you run a meeting? All right. The structure and the flow of the meeting. Now you have a member or two, a couple of members. How do you actually run a meeting? Now, there's two different formats I want you to think about for a mastermind call. The first one is this. There's a hot seat format mastermind. Okay, so this is the way that I choose to run the masterminds with my clients. We start out with about 15 minutes of updates from various people. And the people who are not going to be on what we call the hot seat, they're going to give us an update, a recent win, kind of tell us about what's going on in their business or in their life. So we'll get those updates and then we'll get into the hot seat portion of the call. So the first 15 minutes is like updates, announcements, discussion, a little bit of discussion and catching up. And then the last 45 minutes, each person will get 15 minutes on the hot seat, right? So we'll go like a deep dive into those individuals. We'll talk 15 minutes with each one of those. Everybody's putting their full attention, full focus on them, 
right? So you're getting a longer stretch of deep dive, deep focus time, but not everybody gets time on the hot seat on every call. So some pros and cons there. Now, the other format is just a roundtable mastermind. And everybody will have approximately the same amount of time. You, know, you try to have everybody will get, you know, maybe 10 minutes or, you know, five to eight, six to eight minutes, even depending on the number of people. And it's more of a, of a give and take. And you're chatting about a, a topic and it's more of an open discussion, right? You're trying to make sure everybody gets some, some time to talk about what their, what their challenge is, but you might bring a piece of content or an idea or a concept to the table. Hey, everybody, let's talk about this today, right? marital relationships, or if it's a business type of mastermind, hey, let's talk about online marketing, or let's talk about direct response marketing. You might bring a topic like that and everybody will kind of talk about it. So it's a little bit more of an open format, right? That's the round table mastermind, right? So different formats, not the one's right and one's wrong. Um, I really do prefer giving everybody that hot seat time, that that time where they're really getting to you know, do a deep dive into their own specific challenges. All right. Ground rules. You know, what else about the, the flow of this meeting? People have to be on time. Number one, so I'm going to give you three ground rules. Number one, people have to be on time. Like make sure they're showing up on time. Number two, stick to the allotted time for each member, right? If, if you're saying, okay, you got 15 minutes on the hot seat, make sure they stick to the 15 minutes. That's important, right? Because if you start going over that, you're cutting into the next person's time. So you really got to try to focus on that. And, and one person should be the timekeeper, you know, there are times when you're just deep into a topic and you just can't cut it off at that 15 minutes. It's hard, but you do want to be aware of that. But one person should always be the timekeeper, kind of managing the flow of the meeting. And you can pass that around. Like if you start out and you, you know, initiate the, the whole mastermind group, you're going to maybe do that for the first few calls and then say, hey, listen, Joe or Jane, you might, you know, can you uh, sort of be the facilitator in this meeting and kind of keep track of time? And then the third ground rule is, pay attention during the meeting, right? Put down your phone. You're not checking your phone. You're not checking email, like really be there. Like if it's a virtual one, you're going to want to, you know, use the, the mute button on zoom, or if you're on your phone, you know, use that mute button. So there's no distractions in the background, but really be present for the people on the call. So those are just a few ground rules. Now, how often should you meet? Masterminds vary from once a week to twice a year. What I do with my clients is we meet every other week and it alternates for us. The format that we have, it alternates between a small group and a big group call. So one week we'll have a, a small group call. There'll be, you know, six to 10 people on that call. And then two weeks later, it's the large group and kind of all my clients will come together on a larger group call, totally different formats, totally different structure to those larger group calls. We'll bring in sometimes podcast guests. We bring in, you know, Olympians and business and relationship experts, et cetera, leadership experts, and we'll have Q and a time and people will get to interact with some of my podcast guests, which is pretty cool. Um, so that's in the big group format, but anyway, that's what we do. So it's every two weeks. Now I, I know people who have businesses and they host masterminds every single week. That's another format. You have to really figure out what works for you. I would recommend if you're starting this, start out with, you know, it's always easier to ramp up the number of meetings that you do. It's harder to scale them back. So if you start with like, let's say every other month, every two months or every six weeks. And if you're doing that after a while and you go, you know, this is really working. Let's do this once a month. You can do that. It's harder to start once a month and go, 
ah, you know, I, I think we can go a little bit more time in between meetings. Maybe we do two months or once a quarter. It's harder to go that direction. You certainly can, but I would just um, start with a little bit more distance in between meetings and then, and then bring it closer. So that's a little bit on how often you should meet. You, you should just really try to work on that and figure that out as you go. But I would start out with once every six to eight weeks, something like that. All right, the big question, in-person or virtual? That's a big question people have about starting a mastermind. I really enjoyed the in-person whenever we started my mastermind group, the one that I started five years ago, six years ago. That was great. We met in person. Now, during COVID, we stopped meeting in person. We went totally virtual. And with us coming out of COVID now, we still haven't met in person. We still have just kept it virtual. It's just been easy to do it that way. Uh, There has been some discussion around, hey, let's get together in person again sometime soon. I don't think we'll ever go to full-time every single call being in person, but we'll do mostly virtual. But I think getting together in person is really great if you can, but absolutely not necessary. There's so much potential whenever you can really cast a broader net to create that mastermind group, you know, across the country, even across the world. All right. Now, what would I have done differently? If I had to go back and start this all over and try this again and and start this mastermind over, by the way, I'm in two, really three different mastermind groups right now, and they're all extremely valuable. This one that I started years ago, the main thing I would have done differently is I would have started sooner. Don't wait. Don't wait to do that. It's don't overthink it. Pull the trigger. If you go to jimharsherjr.com slash action, you can get the link to an ebook. All these notes, everything from this conversation today, it's actually in an ebook that's called How to Start a Mastermind Group in 30 Days or Less. Don't overthink this thing. I mean, pull the trigger, right? You have actionable stuff to do here. Reach out to one person, right? That's what you should do. Don't wait. I mean, my goodness, whenever I started this thing, I was like, oh my goodness, all these amazing people we brought in. It was just absolutely incredible. So that's number one. Number two, what else would I have done differently? I would have invited what I consider you know, big hitters sooner. People who I thought, ah, they're not going to want to join our little group. I would have in- invited them sooner because the second we invited them, man, it was just like, wow, it, we brought them value. They were bringing us value. It was just, there's such a win-win created in this situation. Now I'm in a mastermind group with, well, Ruben Gonzalez. He's a four-time Olympian author. He's spoken on some of the biggest stages. He's been on the podcast. Dre Baldwin, he's also been on the podcast. He's a former professional basketball player, written multiple books. He's also a speaker and a coach. Like I'm in mastermind groups with these guys and like I'm bringing them as much value as they're bringing me. Like you have value, figure out what those things are that you're good at. You can bring value to other people. I mean, shoot, even if it's just like giving them feedback on marketing copy or giving them feedback on like, Hey, I tried that once too. And and it didn't work for me, but here's what I learned. You have value. So don't wait, join a mastermind. If you want to learn more about my mastermind groups, absolutely incredible people who have been in there for years, like five years since I actually first started my very first one. These guys have been in for like their lifers, some of them, you know, it's just, there's so much value. So I encourage you to, to look into this. If you want to learn more about mine, go to jimharshowjr.com slash apply. If you want to apply for a free one-on-one coaching call, I can just kind of lay out how my mastermind programs work. But I urge you as always to take action from this. And again, if you enjoyed this, give it a share or, or tell a friend, hey, you listened to episode 308 of the Success Through Failure podcast. Give it a like, give it a comment, give it a rating and review. That is how this thing grows. And I thank you, thank you so much for listening. 
Thanks for listening. If you want to apply these principles into your life, let's talk. You can see the limited spaces that are open on my calendar at jimharshawjr.com slash apply, where you can sign up for a free one-time coaching call directly with me. And don't forget to grab your action plan. Just go to jimharshawjr.com slash action. And lastly, iTunes tends to suggest podcasts with more ratings and reviews more often. You would totally make my day if you give me a rating and review. Those go a long way in helping me grow the podcast audience. Just open up your podcast app if you have an iPhone, do a search for success through failure, select it, and then scroll the whole way to the bottom where you can leave the podcast a rating and a review. Now, I hope this isn't just another podcast episode for you. I hope you take action on what you learned here today. Good luck and thanks for listening.